Each week, nearly a dozen movies are released theatrically. 40 films a month, more than 400 a year. That's a plethora of cinema. Too much cinema. You'd have to be an addict to see all that. But don't fret. We've got you covered. This is Cinematics. Welcome to Cinematics, episode 144. I'm Anderson. I'm bothered about films here and there. What are you doing, Anderson? Anderson, uh, 144? We're we're actually at 164, Anderson. I just dropped 20 off. I just just eliminated 20. You know what? Because I only count the ones that I'm on. (laughs) Very good. I love it, Anderson. I love it. This is 164. I I just looked at it, too. My brain is so small. It's pea-sized. Dinosaurs had more brain power than I did. Jeez, Greg. I just looked at it. You saw me looking on my phone. There it is. 163 was the last one. Yeah. You know why? You know why I said why I had the power to actually say 164 and why I feel so energized. Powerful man. You know why? What you know what I just did? And I I didn't get approval from you, Anderson. I would. I just. I just. While we were doing our Patreon, I just put uh, some magic mind into my body, into my beautiful body. I was going to say beautiful body, mind, but it's not so beautiful. But it's more aware. There you go. Really different color lighting. If you're watching the video feed, it's amazing how we there are different lights pick up different color hues. Look at that because it's exact yes. bottle. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, mine is all like bright and popping. And yes, yours looks a little bit. Uh, yours looks yes. a little drained of of color. There, anyways. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to do a little uh, magic? Well, we'll do the magic mind later in the, in the show. But Greg and I have some interesting things to report back after taking a number of vials over a number a number of days. So uh, the magic mind, uh, it, it's a it's a it's an elixir that uh, we will be talking about later and give us uh, give you guys our report. If you're thinking about trying to give yourself a boost. Can I say this? We're going to give an honest report. How, how's that? Honest report. On- on, I can't do anything any other way, Greg. Anything that I've ever schlocked on any of the shows, they're always honest. And there are uh, there are sponsors that I've had to say no because I don't like your product or it's really uncomfortable when we try them out and I'm just silent and, and maybe Brian will you know do the reads and then we don't re-up with those people because uh, if it doesn't work for me and uh, some things work for people, they just don't work for me. And that's, yeah. Anyways, we're not, we're, we're, we're getting that's why we w- airtime for, that, for this. So, but, but that's why you and I work so much well together. Anderson, when we started well, this, I think 2000, so 2015, 2016, when we started, I, be, I believe the first movie we covered was joy and the revenant. You've always been honest. Yeah. And I've never, Yes, and I've never had an honest moment with with cinematics or our or oh, our uh, find your film. I, I'm not. I'm dishonest. I think that that balance works, right? You believe in balance, the night and day balance of our friendship. You're an honest guy because I want to be able to do a show with you. If you weren't honest, Greg, it's all it's all folded into its, itself. Uh, just a little a little uh, preview though. Uh, we're going to be giving, I believe, uh, positive reviews of Magic Mind once we get there. But we've already done too much talking about Magic Mind. Uh, let's move. Let's talk about the last half of November, the Thanksgiving half of November. November 2022. What are the movies that are on the horizon that are worth talking about? What are the movies that we've seen very recently? Greg, let's talk moves. Oh, what? I'm, I'm going to go. Myself, I don't want to talk on, about that on. right I like now. Plug, I like to plug myself. I'm trying to uh, keep the uh, the furnaces going over here while I uh, make the uh, next movie, which um, the wife will get mad at if I'm not being creative and bringing in money while I'm out here working on getting the next movie going. And I've recently come up with a new plan and mm. I it on the uh, film vault and I'm not recording. Is that okay? Yeah, that's okay. I'm not recording either. So we're 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 we're, oh, we're should good. Should we start over? Because I'm down with <laughs> no, that. I'm, I'm kidding, down I'm with kidding. that. I'm kidding. I was I'm trying to do a joke. 
<laughs> I was trying to do a joke with me. Yeah, so I'll just with the no. Right, I'm recording record here, just just in case. So, uh, yeah, uh, if you would like me to watch a movie, maybe it's a, a movie that one of your favorite movies of all time. Maybe it's a movie you've never seen, but you want to watch it and then talk to somebody and uh, dissect it later, like I do uh, with Greg and uh, with, with Brian over there. Um, or or it's uh, a movie that you think you like, but you're not sure. There's something about it you can't quite put your finger on it because you've been watching it since you were a kid. These are all the different approaches that people have come to me with with the movies that they assign me. Uh, personally Personally, privately, uh, and uh, for $150, I will watch any movie within reason that you would like me to watch. And then we schedule a 30 minute Zoom call or a phone, just a phone call, or even if you're not comfortable with that, which some of you aren't, uh, email back and forth. Um, and, and we can discuss it in, in that form. Uh, but I, I commit uh, to the movie and 30 minutes uh, back and forth discussion on any movie of your choice for 150. That price is going to go up because the first five slots filled up pretty quickly. And guys, I can't tell you how much this helps me pay the bills and and appease my wife. And, you know, to do the responsible thing, which is paying the, the, the bills because I have a child and a, and a house and whatnot, and, 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 and I'm slipping into the hole and I'm trying to make this movie. And it's not a very smart thing to try to make a movie when I'm slipping in the hole and the wife wants me to become a real estate agent. So I'm trying <laughs> to make these things work. Yes. Do you, do, you, do you have real estate agent skills, Anderson? I mean, I had my license there for a minute, did nothing with it and let it lapse. But I, I didn't know. I didn't know that. I, wait, I mean, never, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. We, we've been friends for over 25 years. You never told me about this. Oh, one. I don't think you don't know about me, Greg. Oh my God! Honestly, if I have to, if I have to, you know, not make movies or not talk about films for a living, which is what I do right now, I, I think real estate would be a fun one. I love, I love properties. I love, I, I, I I'm, I'm a people person, I guess, and I, okay. I could see that. I could see myself being like a Phil Dumphy. That was Phil, Phil Dumphy. Look, the five. Wait, the, those hundred fifty dollars slots, all five of them already filled, or what's what's going on yeah. with that? What, so wow. I, I, I promised that I, I first five. Uh, would get I'd get it in by the end of the year uh, because I only had five because of all the travel and the craziness is coming up and uh, uh, but uh, what I've decided to do is I'm going to up that price it's probably something like a couple hundred dollars because uh, next 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 year uh, for the but anyone who gets one before the end of the year if you want to get one for a present for yourself or have your loved one get one for you they're fun they're going to be fun and uh, and uh, I always like talking to listeners about their movies so. If you get one of them before the end of the year, you can use it any time in the future. Uh, at that, you know, you you have it's like a it's like a card, it's like a it's like a gift card type thing where it, it doesn't expire. Okay, so if they're not part of the TFV Patreon or the Cinematics Patreon, how can they reach you, Anderson? Regarding, I say, hey, I want to get into one of these one fifty slots before the end of the year. Anderson at AndersonCowan.com. but this isn't Patreon. This is public, so that's why I'm saying. Okay, good. Anderson at AndersonCowan.com, right? Yeah, I probably put just a little link to my Venmo or PayPal, but I'm just at Anderson Cowan. Just put in the uh, on Venmo and just put uh, in the memo, you know, uh, a movie and uh, your email, so we can start uh, the discussion on what you would like me to watch. So, yeah, I think I, I think yeah, that so, sounds good. That sounds good. I love that. I love that's a great idea, Anderson and listeners. Just because I, I, you know, I'm usually dishonest about these things. I, I have a feeling that if you put, like, if you get one of those 150 slots, and if you move, you put, pick movies like I, I don't know, like Citizen Kane, or especially Barry Lyndon, he will be very excited. Am I correct on this, Anderson? On, on Citizen I, Kane, Barry Lyndon. I would watch them uh, for the. It would be the ninth time I'd seen Citizen Kane. I've seen that GD movie eight times. Okay. So I'd, I'd watch it for a ninth time for for money. Maybe I'd pick up on something new. Honestly, with Citizen Kane, as much crap as I talk about it, every time I saw it, I picked up on something new. So there's that. And I would suffer suffer through the nine hours that is uh, Barry Lyndon if I had to. Um, 
How dare you? How oh. dare you disparage Barry Lyndon, Stanley Kubrick, your favorite filmmaker that, by the way, Barry Lyndon, in my opinion, again, again, is his, is his masterpiece, his magnum opus. Correct, Anderson, or not? Or no? Correct. Hey, sorry. For those of you watching the video, I'm smoking again. I relapsed. I bought a pack last night because that's what I do when I'm very nervous or worried about something. And it's all for naught uh, because uh, Brian is, is doing much, much better today. If you, if those of you who listen to Film Vault uh, know that I've not uh, had the services of Brian for the last couple episodes, or I don't know when this one's going to air, Greg, but uh, yeah, he wasn't on this week's. I had to uh, do it with just Avery for the Flick Fashions, and then uh, the top five I did it with just Lo- our old producer, Logan, Logan Moy, because Brian uh, got admitted to the hospital last night. It was very touch and go. I shouldn't say touch and go, but his, you know, I was texting back and forth and talking to Christy uh, throughout the night till very late night. Like she was up very late. And so was I. And uh, I didn't know. I honestly did not know what this morning was going to bring because they, and this is not my place. I'm not, you know, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn. I just know that people are concerned. And I know Brian's very active on Twitter. So hopefully he's updating people on Twitter. But they didn't, as of last night, they didn't know what was going on with, he had, he was very uh, sick, like with the cold, like uh, the flu, per- perhaps, and trying to figure out what it was. And with this, you know, pre-existing condition, everything it just gets much dicier. And they're trying. There's a multiple, very serious conditions that they were trying to rule out. And uh, that was kind of where it was at when I was going to sleep last night, very late, and said, uh, uh, "I'll talk to you in the morning, Christy." And I was kind of just like, <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to hear this morning. Uh, when texting Christy uh, or contacting Christy, and it was very good news, very, very good news. But all that said, I, in my infinite wisdom, decided, you know what? I haven't smoked in like four months. I'm going to go out and buy a pack of cigarettes because I'm all nervous, concerned about this. And I still have work to do on the film vault. And I'm going to smoke cigarettes and do work on the film vault uh, tonight and worry about Brian. And I stupidly did that. And now I got to finish this pack. So that's what I'm going to do right now. And, but, but, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for being an enabler, but uh, that's it's only going to be a pack. It's only going to be a couple of days. You're fine, right? All good. So I don't know if that's. Yeah. We should get married. I would love it in my life. I was I was always surrounded by enablers, uh, Greg, until I got married to Jillian, and now it's just like I don't have an enabler uh, in my household, and it's sad. I, I just, <laughs> maybe it's so better to not have an enabler. Maybe that's why Jillian. I I like to say added value. Maybe it's good to have someone who's long term enablers will kill you, but uh, short term they're great. They're so comforting. Okay. We good to know. Good to know. I had no idea about relationships of, of the humankind. But anyways, that that is good. It's good. Great news regarding Brian and he's getting better. So that's excellent stuff. Now, um, I don't know. This is a horrible segue, but we're we're covering movies that are that you're excited to see within the last couple of months of November. This week it starts, it ends November 18th. Do you want to start with November 18th? Or do you want to even start with the kind of Patreon date that well, we're going to we cover? Seen? What have we seen lately? And I gotta tell the listeners what uh, we're gonna be covering for Patreon. So well, we just we just we gotta, well, you know what I like going backwards and forwards, but let's go backwards. We, we just finished a our Patreon episode with 1989. We covered this weird Al Yankovic film called UHF, and we also covered a Joel Schumacher movie called Cousins. Which oh you're God, thinking, Cousins. yeah, Cousins. This is a movie that I feel is under the radar. Whether you are a Patreon subscriber or not, let's just say right now. Patreon. Let's just say that Cousins is a very interesting movie, especially if you're a fan of Joel Schumacher. You know, Joel Schumacher directed the movies Falling Down, Saint Elmo's Fire. No, Greg, we just we spent so much time talking about Schumacher is not to sell because you never know what you're going to get with a Schumacher film. Cousins is great because it's a great movie. It should have nothing nothing to do with Schumacher. 
Yes. Even though he directed it, but there's nothing Schumachery about it because it's a Schumacher movie and there's never anything Schumachery about anything. Unless I'm missing something. Maybe, you know what? Let us know. Let Greg or I know in the comments or somewhere if if that is not fair to Schumacher, to the the, the late great Joel Schumacher, who was a great director. I, I'm not taking that uh, away from him. I'm not saying that he wasn't a great director. I just I'm just saying that he was not a visionary. He didn't have a singular vision. He didn't he didn't um, come in and put his fingerprints on everything. He let people do their jobs and let the script speak for itself. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe he did have um, a through line. Maybe there was, you know, nipples in all characters. If you look uh, close enough, I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, the Batman forever and Batman and Robin decision to put nipples. I don't think that he put his decision, like hard line decisions on many things that were visible and maybe I'm missing something. So if you can find a through line in Schumacher's work, uh, that we're missing, please let us know because I'd love to be wrong about this. I, I I wouldn't love to be wrong, but I'd be interested to hear theories for sure. And fantasy level, though, in my my opinion, it would be great if one of those 150 slots, if someone says, hey, you know what? I really love Cousins. I'm going to talk to Anderson about it for 30 minutes. Uh, and look, I'm being honest. That, that'd be great. You'd be okay t- talking about Cousins for a while, right? It's a, oh, such sure. a great yeah, yeah, yeah. So we cut, we talk about that. We talk about UHF. So that's 1989. But let's talk about the present. What are what remaining dates Anderson is left for our Patreon subscribers to glean to check out? What's our this glean. month? Glean. Yeah, we don't have a whole lot. I mean, we're getting. We're we're getting I think we got six left. So mm. uh, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to uh, random number generate it, and then also use this as a little preview as to what's in the archive for those of you who might not have ever come over to the uh, Cinematics Patreon to let you know what exists there. And I'm, it's not like these things expire. If you become come on Patreon just for one month, you'd have access to all of our stuff that's behind the paywall, which is plentiful, including all of our bonus episodes that we do each month that involve a random year in between 19. 19- 40 and 1989. Yes. Uh, so 1965. No, we already did that one. I'll tell you what we mm. did. Did the collector. Oh, that was a good one. I like I love that. I was yeah. collector with Terrence Stamp and a patch of blue, which mm. I watched live with Brian uh, for the film vault last. Did you laugh again with Brian? I when you... so hard. Oh, oh God. I laugh more this time. <laughs> did Brian have some humanity? Did he, did Brian not laugh? Brian Please tell and, me. and the viewership that watched along with us were very disturbed at me laughing, but I got to tell you, it's still very funny. It's very funny Maybe because it's so sad. That's my defense me- mechanism. But it was very funny watching that blind girl stumble through life. How dare you? How dare you on that? So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next one that landed on was 1950. Let's see. Have we done 1950, Greg? I don't think so. I don't oh, think so. We've done 1950. Oh. We did Born Yesterday and Cyrano de Bergiac. Oh, yes. Yeah. Cyrano. Cyrano. Very, very bad transfer on Amazon Prime Video. Terrible but, transfer. Yeah. Yes. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah. Good story, nonetheless. 1977. Have we done 1977, Greg? I, I believe so. Did we do Body Snatchers that year? I think, I don't know. Invasion of the Body Snatchers? I don't know. Maybe. We did Black Sunday and The Ascent, which was just oh, the, like oh, last month. Uh, yes. Anderson made me watch The Ascent. My gosh, Anderson, how dare you do that? 1983, we did Suburbia and Streamers. We did that way back. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. the 14th time we'd ever done that. Jeez, Greg, maybe I should have started and- picking them. Oh, no. I think you should start picking. Anderson, by the way, thought streamers was too stagey. I ended up really enjoying streamers. I liked it. It was Robert Altman's streamers, and it was the first movie that David Aaron Greer, the first feature film that he was ever in. So if I ever stumble across David Aaron Greer again, I will bring that up because last I heard, David Aaron Greer hates Alan Greer hate hate hates me or does not like me or did not oh. like me. last time we. It's, it's a shame because we used to work so well together. Oh, I had no idea on Loveline. Yeah, he oh. walked out. Uh, oh my goodness, with Corolla. So, anyways. Um, wow, it was wow. not my most shiny moment. I, 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 I admit fault, but David Ungreer was so upset that I took attention away from him from his appearance that he rightfully walked out and uh, has been upset. 
in, in accounts of people talking to him after the fact. So uh, who, who knows? All right, 1949. Uh, yes, we yeah. already landed on 49 as well. That's when we did The Heiress. Mm, the Heiress, love that movie. Yeah, great White ending. Heat. White Heat. Greg finally got me to watch White Heat, which this Top is great. The world. It fills in so many blank spots for not just me, but I think uh, people listening along, following along with this journey. 1960, we did Peeping Tom and Eyes Without a Face. All right. Uh, random number generator land on one we haven't done 67 <clears throat> have we done 67 gregor oh Maybe. oh we've done 1966 we've done 1968 according to my notes we have not done 1967 uh, excellent 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 so 1967 next month will be uh episode 45 bonus 40 bonus episode 45 i think okay so, yeah bonus episode for, number 45 will be the year 1967 tell us what movies we should check out for 1967. Now let's go to November 18th. No. This Friday. No. 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 Oh, you, okay. Yes. What have you yes. seen? What have you seen recently that you that that has, has got you got you excited, got you pumped? Mm, have you I'm seen this, this 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 Black Panther uh people are talking about? Have you seen Wakanda forever? Oh, come on. I I am excited to see um, look, I'm excited to see it. I don't know if I'll ever go out to see it. I I don't go to movies anymore, Anderson. Very the only movie I've seen this year in the theaters and I think you're going to give me a lot of respect for this is Black Adam, which I really enjoyed. Really enjoyed Black Adam from Dwayne Gift. <laughs> I think you really respect me after that. You got me. I really thought I was going to respect you. I had no idea you were going down such a horrible, horrible road. That is hilarious, Greg. That's very That was That that was one movie. I I risked my whole breathing situation just to go see Black Adam because I wanted an experience in cinematic revelry. And uh, I, I, I did receive it. I did receive the the revel, revelatory nature of a Dwayne Johnson film. So I, I was excited. I'm sure you did. You have that come to Jesus moment no. watching Black Adam. I will no? never for two reasons. One, because if I were to see that, that would not happen. And two, I will never see that. So that will not happen. So no, no, no. <laughs> okay. It, no. it could be a, it could be a franchise. Hey, Black Shabbat. Panther, Wakanda forever. Uh, it's very good. Very ambitious. It's uh, very unmarvelly. Uh, shockingly, uh, it, it there was really no uh, uh, hero or or protagonists and antagonists were kind of hard to find in this one and uh, definitely no superhero or super villain that were clear cut in the way that you come to expect with Marvel, Marvel movies so I appreciated a lot of it and there's a lot of uh, that I was getting due shills throughout as well but uh, Angela Bassett kills it she was really really good and there's a lot of great performances uh, so you recommend a full frame like not- a full, you would go go to the theater to see what kind of forever that's what you're saying I mean if you're not a Marvel fan and you don't have to watch movies to report on them such as I do the way that I do, uh, I would not say that you should. Um, there's plenty of other things that I think you could benefit more from than watching uh, Black Panther. That said, it's a good Marvel movie. Marvel Marvel continues to push the envelope with social commentary and um, movies of quote unquote importance. Uh, I think they're they're way more important, obviously, than the blockbusters that I uh, grew up with. I think they're more responsible, and I think that they are um, definitely uh, they know they're part of the zeitgeist and they're and they're doing their parts to be um, on the right side of of things. And I appreciate that. And I see that. And I think it's doing wonders for a large audience in many, many ways that uh, they don't necessarily get credit for on the surface. They just talk, you know, people talk about box office and how they swallow up all the theaters. I think Marvel does really, really responsible, good filmmaking, and they make movies better than they have to. And I appreciate all of that. That said, I don't get excited when a new one is coming to theaters. And I, I don't know if I ever will. And I hope that I live long enough to see the, uh, the Marvel wave crest and be beyond because I'm really curious to see what's next. Well, look, I did see Black Adam, and I'm excited that you liked Wakanda Forever, and maybe I will see it in theaters. Who knows? But coming out on Friday, November 18th. The Woman 18th, King, actually. I would recommend The Woman King over uh, Black Panther, I think. 
Okay, but they're both very good movies. But The Woman King over with Black Panther, aka kind of forever. There's a movie you haven't seen, Anderson. Hmm. It's called Missing. I covered it over at uh, Find Your Film with the, with the guys a couple of weeks ago. This is a Japanese serial killer film. And oh, yeah, is, I read about this one. This movie is one of my favorite films of the year right now. It currently sits along with Petite Maman at my number one slot. I don't know which one's going to be the number one. But look, this is a movie, again, being released by Dark Star Pictures. It was in theaters for a yeah, couple Petite weeks. Petite Maman was last year, Greg. I know, but it, I saw it this year. So I, I have a weird way. Count. I know. Okay, no, maybe, well, Greg. Does, it doesn't it's count. Things work in the world. It made me cry. That movie made me cry. Does that count for something? Is one of your favorite movies of the year? Yeah, it made me cry. Maybe made me think about parents and it's you and saw the, it this year. It doesn't it's, okay. I see what you're saying. It's one of the favorite movies you've seen this year. Okay. This year, okay. But you're right. It doesn't count. But I, I wanted to count it. But anyways, this movie missing centers on a young girl. Her dad is a an alcoholic, and he stumbles through life and. She's lo- she lost her mom. And so they're basically, uh, the daughter's taking care of her dad. And her dad, uh, before the night falls, he tells her, hey, by the way, we're going to actually, everything's going to be fine. I'm going to find this money because I'm going to catch this serial killer and, because there's a, a reward for a serial, serial killer on the loose. And he goes, don't worry, kid, I'm going to find it. I have information. We'll get the money. Everything will be fine. Next day, she wakes up. Her father's gone. So the rest, a big part of missing centers on this girl, preteen girl, trying to search for her father within the, I, I, I'm assuming just this within the city in, in Japan. I don't know. I don't know if it's Tokyo or not, but it's a fantastic look at a bad Asian. Girl. It's so it's so it's an amazing film. An amazing, amazing movie. And it gets very layered regarding you get to learn more about the killer. You learn more about her father and his motivations and the ending of Sagasu, a.k.a. Missing is a is probably has my favorite sequence of all year of this entire year when it comes out on vod i'm not going to rent it i'm just going to purchase the movie that's how much i love missing and i hope down the line anderson you get have a chance to see this wonderful wonderful gripping heartbreaking thriller missing yes love 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 so that's it we can end the show right now anderson i I love this movie so much i don't care what's coming out the next two weeks but so that's how much i love this movie so you see this being up for best uh, no 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 because it's campaigning for it yeah i'm cam i'm definitely campaigning you, are, I know you, you know why because sure. there's there's you know why anderson there's like a cream of the crop kind of it's like the power of the dog which was my favorite movie that last year but there are movies that if it's being released by netflix or apple or the big studios that will get the shine this movie will not get the shine i just hope it gets a little bit of play among cinephiles missing aka sagasu Ooh. so no what else have you seen, Anderson? Or do you want to get to November 18th as far as movies go that you're excited about? I saw Terrifier 2, which... Oh, why? Still I mean, new. okay, because you're a horror guy, no? I'm not a horror guy, but uh, I like watching something come out that's going to stick around for a long time. That's Speaking of stick around, hey, mom, you can't go. You, you're going to give me, give, me, give me my lunch, mom. That's my, by the way, my mom just walked in the door. But speaking of sticking around, yes. You just told your mom she has to give you her lunch. You're yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I don't want her to leave. I don't want. I don't want my mom to leave. She's she's supposed to take care of me. I'm I'm only fifty one, Anderson. You know, she's she feeds me. My, okay, Look, terrifying. Which, right? which is which is more terrifying? Terrifier too. My my love for Black Adam or me telling my mom that she should stay here and not not leave. Mom, just stay here. Are you leaving right now, mom? Uh, uh, Anderson are going to be done in about 30 minutes. You still have to serve me, Mom. I was too young when uh, Jason and Mike Myers first came on the scene. Obviously, Leatherface was way before me, but uh, I am here and I'm watching in real time as Art the Clown comes to become (laughs) Art. What's that? 
Yeah, sorry. Terrifier Terror. Something your mom made a joke? I'm, I'm... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom was just saying that about the food. You oh. seem to be terrified too. Sorry. I'm, no, I'm right. on different levels. I'm a zinger that I talked over? No, no, you're, you're good. You're okay. perfect. Yeah, so, so Art the Clown and his, and his glad black trash bag are, are here to stay. They're, it's like he's going to be a household name, and it's really interesting to watch this. This movie is not made for me. Uh, it's two hours and 18 minutes, Craig, which is another reason why it's not made Horrible. for me. That's horrible. Uh, it is just it it pushes the the envelope with the body horror and just slasher porn and it's and, and just disgustingness. However, uh, there's enough laughs in there to uh, hold my interest and 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 make it enjoyable for me. There's some some really fun performances from the leads. Uh, Art the clown is really just worth the price of admission and watching how he mimes his way through this and guts people. And he's got a little helper in this one. Who's a little girl who has uh, similar aesthetics as he does. And she is fantastic. And there's just something that I, I love about this movie and everything with it. There's very few jump scares, which I also like, and it's just, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's very schlocky. And I, I just really appreciate uh, the two terrifiers that I've seen now. If you're a manager of the, uh, uh, imagine, imagine that like, the, you're familiar with spirit shops, right? They're all they're they're all over the place. Like every Halloween, spirit shops pop up at your like most recently closed Bed Bath and Beyond, right? Like okay, right, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Imagine that that you're the manager of that place, and you're not hamstrung by the idea that small children are going to come in and see what you have to offer and it's just like a, a spirit shop just for adult sensibilities which we're kind of getting towards anyways like if you go into a spirit shop i don't know if you've been in one of these before but they just get more and more terrifying by the year and there's commentary on on that as well as just how far halloween has gone because terrifiers they take place the two terrifiers that i've seen take place halloween night and it's kind of commentary on how little children are trick-or-treating and there's this one scene in particular where art the clown had just beheaded the the woman and just completely destroyed the, her daughter in the house. It just, but it's all done in a campy way. So while it's gross, it, it, you don't feel like you need to take a shower afterwards like you would with something more realistic like uh, the, the the Dahmer uh, series. But th- this is like done for fun, which is still weird that it's acceptable that people have fun watching people get scalped. <laughs> but that's the vibe of this movie. So he beheads the mom and, and hollows out her head. <laughs> no, that's the, I don't know. Maybe it's the daughter. I can't remember. There's one that he takes, he takes a shot with a shotgun and then he's feeding her mashed potatoes at the table, but it's not creepy. Like the way that, uh, I'm trying this is the first time I'm trying to articulate this with another human being. Cause it's been floating around in my head since watching terrifiers, but it, it's not creepy like uh, Texas Ch- Chainsaw Massacre is. You know how you feel like you need to take a shower after you watch that one, and like they're they're actually to- Toby Hooper was using real human bones apparently on. I don't know if that was been substantiated, but like there's some real evil sh- stuff going on with that movie. Terrifier is all done for laughs, as gross as it is, and as over the top as it is. It's always going for the laugh, and so he takes this woman's severed head whose head he she he has hollowed out the top of her head and he's put candy in there and he answers the door when these little kid trick-or-treaters come to the door he goes he's offering them all the candy and the kids don't even shudder they're like oh cool you know and they're taking because they just think it's a prop and i feel like there was commentary on just how far over the top we've gone with the the season that is hollow halloween which has led to uh, movies such as terrifier so that's what i have to say rotten tomatoes comment Okay, dude, took an edible and watched in an empty theater. I don't know why I did that. 
don't do that. <laughs> People were reacting to this one, and I heard like that it was just completely and totally like, like over the top. And I got to There were some moments, and there were some things that I hadn't seen before. But ultimately, like, Human Centipede Two is still you know, top the list as far as disturbing and upsetting. Like it blows this one out of the water, and it's just dirtier and creepy, grosser and creepier, more serious. And th- this, this, like I said, it, it's always going back to the laughs. And Art the Clown really is a great uh, driver throughout. So, yeah. Well, uh, can we? Budget, le- and, and, and on a filmmaking level, it's remarkable. I think the budget was 250 and this thing looks like well beyond 250 the, the, the set designs and effects and practical effects are, are something to behold. Can we say something, though? Is there a barrier to entry the two hours and 28 minutes? Were you okay sitting Wait, in your theater? You, Wait, it well, it's, it's, I think it's streaming now. So, streaming. okay. So I I almost went to see this in the theater, but I was afraid of douchebags, you know, reacting poorly and making me not like Art the Clown as much as I do. Art the Clown's here to stay, is what I'm saying. People are going to be dressing like him for Halloween. Uh, you're going to see him at Spirit Shops. You're going to he is the new Michael Myers. He's part of that that lexicon. Now. He's he's, I'm not, he's part of that Hall of Fame, uh, Mount Rushmore. Even though there's more of them, but like he's he's one of the he's one of the slashers. I'm telling you, he's not going anywhere. The the creators of this have carved out a niche, and they can live off of art the clown in the terrifier series from here to they they got it like i from a filmmaker's point of view like i'm i'm really in awe of what they've done here and uh yeah it's i, I know a lot of horror fans i you know that i've talked to a, a few horror fans who don't like terrifiers because it's not what they like about horror films I, my friend florence of film ball fame she she does she's concerned about terrifier because it's not her type of horror this mm. is not this is not psychological horror this is not even jump scare horror it's not even like you're scared because art the clown how he differs from the other slashers michael myers jason uh pinhead to a lesser extent uh leatherface art the clown is out in the open he's not hiding uh, lurking in bushes or around corners he's just like he's just he's just there he just walks right in like he owns the place i love his swagger i love art the clown you love art the clown speaking of things i love november 18th i i guess i'm gonna have to watch Terr- terrifier 2 on streaming hopefully i'll watch the first one it's a, it's a much tamer version okay and like uh, terrifier the first one is like an r and terrifier uh two should be nc17 i i would imagine it is you know, it's so funny. You're not a, a big fan of the body horror slasher genre, but here you are, Terrifier and Terrifier 2. You've seen it. At least you can appreciate the genre. Yeah, I maybe. appreciate it for sure. I, I, I like people who who uh, push, the, push the envelope. Like I, this movie knows what it is and it, it, it nails it. It's, it's it's actually pushed the envelope. It's not envelope, uh, Anderson. It's a punk rock. It's, it's, it's got punk rock ethos all throughout. It's, it's got an fu to society, and and I, I like all that. I, it is still bizarre to me, and this is a just a larger discussion for an, an, another place. But the fact that it is so readily um, acceptable that a large segment of our population uh, pines for body horror and people being tortured uh, in in movies. It's bizarre that that's just what yeah. it, ends. it is what it is anderson for november 18th at the end of the year do you ever mix in your best films with documentaries like do documentaries make your top oh, 10 sure. okay they're feature they're feature films Why they're feature they? films so, no no so you mix them together so sometimes documentaries will end up even in your top five or top 10 okay mm-hmm. good good to know top 10 for me bad acts from ifc films Opens exclusively in theaters and everywhere. You rent movies November 18th. Have you heard about Bad Axe, Anderson, at all? No, I have not. Asian 
Asian American family. Well, actually part Asian, part Mexican as well. So it centers on this family. They live in Bad Axe, Bad Axe, Michigan, and they own a restaurant. And it's the director, David Sieve. I believe David Sieve is a director. He's actually made a documentary about his family and the trials and tribulations of and and celebration of living in Bad Axe, Michigan. And it's set during how do you spell uh, it? Sieve or or Bad Axe? Bad. Yeah. Yeah, bad axe, not A S S. It's A X E. Bad axe, like sh- bad axe, bad axe, Michigan. Like small axe, like uh, Stephen McQueen's small axe from a couple years ago. Right, right. Now, so their restaurant is Rachel's, and I can't wait to go there because it looked the food looks pretty good. And it's not just about it's not about the restaurant. It's about how this family are dealing with keeping their their restaurant afloat amidst the COVID nineteen situation with the last couple of years. And it's a very honest look at how. They, as an immigrant family, are surviving in this, in Michigan, in Bad Axe. It's not, not only that, no- like it, it's a predominantly like a white Anglo-Saxon uh, community, I would imagine, and they're an Asian restaurant. And I, I know that that was uh, one of the hardest hit um, industries or, or uh, businesses where the, the Chinese and Japanese, all Asian food because of misnomers and f- people, small-minded people thinking, oh, I'm not going to, I'm going to get COVID if I get orange chicken. You have, right, you have COVID-19, and then also during these last couple of years, you have the BLM movement, mm-hmm. George Floyd, et cetera, et cetera. What happens if one of the members speaks out and, and does not go along with the political leanings of that community? So you have a lot of these kind of challenges within the framework of bad, the documentary Bad Acts. The family members are very, very likable, and they're very informative. Also, the father, he he's a refugee, and he, he recounts his days living in Cambodia during the era of the Killing Fields era. So it's, he's an old, old guy. Old, old guy. Yeah, yeah. And also, you get to see how his how that influence how that has influenced his kids and their work ethic as well. And his wife is Mexican American. Very, just a a very oh, look. Towards the third act, there is something that happens that will will shake you. In, in I'm not gonna say it in a good way or a bad way, but it got me look got me uh, teary eyed a little bit. Ooh, bad acts. Yeah. So along with soul, so that says so, something. Right. So yeah, me with no emotions. But as far as bad acts, I think this is a perfect, perfect movie. It comes out again November 18th. We'll be talking more about this on cinematics down the road. But love it. Put this on your calendar. This will be. Anderson, this will be remembered come Oscar time. There's a huge awards groundswell regarding bad acts. So I'm, you know gotcha. what? I, you look, you're, you're, you're out of here pretty soon. So eventually when you come back, I'm going to make sure you get a screening link for bad acts. So missing will be missing come Oscar time, but bad acts will be uh, frontline and center on the documentary section. Is that what you're saying? Bad acts will be frontline in, in the documentary section regarding the Oscars, but missing will be missing. And for, yes. Yeah. And recently bad acts won the critics choice documentary award for best first feature i am yeah i am a cca member as well i'm so glad did you did you, you vote on that Greg? that award I, I i i don't go to anything unless it's did called black vote? adam did you vote on it oh I, I didn't vote i didn't vote i was too lazy i was too busy too busy doing cinematics find your film and and uh and drinking magic mind you want to be busy with me yeah talking a little magic mind so yeah uh Listener of the program approach to say this is full. This full disclosure again. I'm trying to get that weed that out of my my, my lexicon. All right, I like so, that uh, full disclosure. It's very good. I, I, can I use it? Can I inherit that? It's phrase? taken away from me. I don't want to say it anymore. All right. So yeah, uh, listener of the program 
uh, approached us uh, probably a couple months ago now and said, hey, listen to the show. I love it. I would love uh, my uh, my uh, startup company uh, that I have going uh, called Magic Mind. I'd love to uh, to partner with you guys. And uh, we're not being paid. Uh, he just gave us some Magic Mind. And I love the idea of listeners uh, you know, listening to the program and uh, wanting to do business with us, perhaps. So he sent each Greg and I uh, a full, uh, I guess they're called a case. There's 15 of them. So you know, there's 15 per box that you get. And what you do is you're supposed to drink it along uh, your coffee, along with your coffee. And Greg and I have, I got one vial left. And Greg, I think, have you finished all 15 of yours? No, I have. I have about two left. I have about two left. It's got it's got a number of ingredients in it, mainly being matcha, that which gives you energy. You got the uh, adaptogens, adaptogens. I'm butchering that, which uh, helps you relax. Uh, so you got the uh, you're getting the energy and you're relaxing, and then you got the uh, nootropics, which keeps you focused. And I gotta say, I mean, some of this is mind over matter and placebo. I'm sure. Uh, however, I'm not thinking about magic mind all day, but I did have many moments over the last week or so where I'm like, you know what? Things are going pretty smooth considering how much stuff I have going on. Usually I'm freaking out by now or breaking down or getting short and like I'm staying on track and I'm staying focused. And then I think, you know what? I wonder if magic mind has anything to do with this. I have one vial left. I'm going to be sad to see this thing go. I'm going to be sad to have my, uh, my, my, uh, my vials all completed. Uh, and, uh, I'll, I don't know if it's going to affect me and if I'm going to kind of start to slip now that I'm, I'm stopping taking this, they're cute little vials or two ounces each. They taste very good. And they're supposed to replace coffee or at least get you to cut down on the coffee. So magic mind, uh, it's a, a listener's product and, uh, it's, uh, it's good. What's your take on it, Greg? Well, my take on it is I drink coffee in the morning just because of the flavor, not to actually instill any kind of energy or perspective or be or feeling awake yeah. i've never had that feeling regarding coffee but i've had coffee in the morning so this is not going to replace coffee i will still drink it but magic mind as an individual some kind of accelerant to my day it's really helped it's really helped because usually after breakfast going to going to the gym i'm usually stressed and by the end after the gym i'm supposed to get some kind of high i don't get it i i feel okay but the rest of the day i'm usually sluggish the last, I guess the last week and a half, close to two weeks, I've I've had a pretty good feeling after taking Magic Mind. I don't feel, I don't know, it's it's what you're talking about placebo. Is it is it state of mind? Is it no? I, first of all, I like I like it. I like drinking this. I look forward <laughs> to drinking it. I'm like, oh, awesome, and I have it alongside with my coffee, which they recommend, and uh, I like sipping sipping on it because it's it's powerful punch, but it tastes very good. It's also got some honey in it, and. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna miss it. Like I said, and I do believe if I had to put, if I was a betting man, Greg, I would bet that yes, it is definitely having very, very, probably very uh, uh, beneficial effects on my overall mood and yeah. steadiness. I'm such a crazy person, up and down, and I, you know, doing nicotine, and you know, I stay up really, really late some nights, and I still drink here and there. So it's it's kind of hard to tell because I'm all over the place. But I've I've definitely been more straightforward. I I've been more stable, I should say. I don't do nicotine, but it's improved my focus throughout the day. It's improved my attitude. And like you, I have a lot of things as, as like you listeners, dear listeners, you have a lot of things towards your, your in your day. It's helped my focus a lot. And I, I'm going to be really sad when the two or three vials I have are gone. So. Yeah, yeah. Mind. Maybe maybe we can work something out where you send, send us some more of this stuff, and uh, we won't. I can't promise you like full five minute reads like this. We're we're reading too much. We haven't even gotten the call to action. So why don't you let people know if they want to give a shot? Uh, you could give a little extra pep in their step, or, or give it a shot. 
and like we said at the top, like we're not even getting paid for this. I, we're just yeah. doing this because we just, got to try the product and we're, we we told the guy that we would report back and we're doing that right now to the people who are listening to this. So uh, why don't you tell people uh, call action, how they can give it a shot if they like, because uh, it is an investment, but you're investing it in yourself. So yeah, it's a good investment in my opinion. Look, here's the thing. We're going to give you the guys, the, the links in our show episodes, our show notes for cinematics. It's magicmind.co forward slash cinematics. If you punch in the code cinematics 20 again cinematics 20 you get 40 percent off your subscription for the next 10 days with our cinematics 20 code all of that information will be down below on our show episode notes yeah honestly this is a honest review i joke about me being dishonest but look if i took magic mind and it did not taste well i would report it and if it didn't did nothing for my day i would report that as well so again yeah Honestly, we're not we the do. only ones talking about it. There's some heavy hitters out there that are talking yeah. about this stuff and liking it and some you know, health gurus who are uh, swearing by it. So we're not the only ones. We're not alone in this. Anderson, and, are you saying you're not a heavy hitter in the podcast sure. filmmaking? You're not? Okay, if, you, what? if you would like uh, to, like maybe, and this is the last thing, I, I wish that this read was over three minutes ago. I, honestly, I, I apologize to those of you listening who are no who have no interest in, in, in buying products right now. And I, I feel like we're shilling. But like, like, final, final what? thing. Here. Yeah. Yes. About, I'm just not, sometimes I'm not a great reader. Uh, but if you're thinking about like uh, giving up coffee or you, you're you trying to live a cleaner life or something like that, I, I have found from personal experience that you invest in this. And this is, you know, it's an investment. It's not like, you know, a couple bucks. Like you're you going to put some money towards this because it, it's got really good, clean ingredients and it's also small. So, uh, you know, it hasn't scaled yet. But it, when you invest in yourself, uh, you tend to stick to your new set of plans uh more so so if you're looking to just cut down on coffee or maybe you know do less bad things uh this is a, a good way to to do that and stick to it if that makes any sense does that make sense makes a lot of sense yeah. makes a lot of sense speaking of sense any any other things november 18th that you're Back excited to about the show yes let's do this november 18th she said which is a uh film directed by maria uh schrader uh which is all about the me too movement and how it kicked off uh, and obviously it's a movie that's necessary. Uh, however, there is some kind of odd element to it, which is it's, it's the, it's, it's a, it's a movie that's going to be profited. Hollywood's going to profit on, and it was their problem to begin with. So they create this problem and they, they stand by and, uh, are silent about, uh, monsters such as Harvey Weinstein. And then years later, they profit on, on that very story with a movie, like she said, Howard, that said, it's going to be up for best picture. I almost, I, I would have to guess. Uh, really? The trailer leaves me a little bit like this seems a very, like a, we're talking about stagey dramas. This feels like a rote stagey drama about something we already know about, but I guess I'm glad it's coming out. It's, it's very necessary that these movies are made, but I don't know. It's not, it's not, it's a movie that I, the only reason why I'm excited about it in a certain way is I think Carrie Mulligan's in it. So she's, she can do no wrong in my opinion, but yeah, we'll see if she said is worth it. Maybe not best picture, but I, 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 I would be, I, I, I judging by what the, what the Oscars do and what they are, I would think it, it's so now it's a, who knows, but yeah, Zoe Kazan and Patricia Clarkson. So these are three very, very fine actors we have working and I love Carrie Mulligan. She can do uh, fairly no wrong. And uh, Maria Schreider, uh, a former, I guess she's still an actress. Once an actress, always an actress. Maria Sch- Schrader, Schrader uh, is the director of it. Schrader. And uh, yeah, so she said, there's that. And that comes out the 18th. All right. Okay, so for November 25th, I only have one movie, Anderson. One movie for November 25th. What do you got? 
Wait, I might have another one for the. Oh, the menu. How do you not talk about the menu, Greg? Come on. Uh, oh, my bad. My bad. The menu. I, I don't know what that is. Ray Fiennes movie. To, it's a movie with uh, the girl who plays chess and they're, they're, they're off to some kind Anna of color. Taylor Joy. She's the one that plays witch. She plays a witch with uh, Black Phillip. How dare you? She's the witch. That's how I think of Anna Taylor Joy. Actually, <laughs> I just realized she was in something else that I saw even before The Witch. Oh, and, uh, last Night in Soho or something. something no, that Soho. was after The Witch. Greg. I thought the first time I ever saw her was when she was in The Witch. Yeah, that is. That is the first time. That ever seen that. I don't know why you would be so sure of that. I believe so. I believe so. I, I just, I, I got it. IMDb I is updated and I don't like the rep. She's in the Super Mario Brother coming up. Oh, geez. Come on, Anna Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure she'll be great in that. I'm sure she'll be great in that. But no, no, there was the witch, Anderson. You, I, I know your past. It, and it has, it is the witch. But it is the witch. My brain playing tricks on me. You were, you were thinking of something else. But yeah, the menu is. Uh, yes, yeah. Anya Taylor, Ray Fiennes. Uh, yeah, and it centers on uh, a, a culinary dinner. It, obviously, it's headed up by the head chef, the executive chef, played by Ray Fiennes. That dinner is not really a culinary dinner. It's a some kind of revenge situation brewing in the menu, I suppose. So it's uh, elitist foodies who are all going to this elitist uh, island to eat elitist food, and uh, they're going to be skewered, I would imagine. And uh, Have we discussed this uh, triangle of sadness, Greg? No, we haven't dis- discussed it. It's a, Have you seen the triangle? Set? No, I I haven't. I haven't seen Maybe it. That I think you would enjoy quite a bit. I enjoyed it quite a bit from the director of the square from a couple of years ago with that horrific monkey man who crashes a, a posh dinner party. If you recall banquet type thing, you remember the square yeah. memorable scene that that one with a triangle of sadness skewers the, the, the elite. Uh, like uh, I have not seen another movie do in quite some time. And it seems like this is more of that. Um, there's a little bit of that with uh, Ready or Not from a couple of years ago that I absolutely uh, adored. Uh, but the menu uh, looks like it's going to be doing that. And if it does it effectively, I am in. It's from uh, Mark Mylord, who uh, has mainly directed good TV, such as Succession, Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, very good. And a bad rom-com that he made a number of years ago that I will not name. But uh, the menu looks interesting. I at least deserves a mention on on what, because that's what we do here, Greg. All right, yeah, go mention. ahead. Mention. Okay, so let's get to November 25th for a quick mention. My only choice for November 25th, because you know why, Anderson? It's a weird weekend, November 25th. It's Thanksgiving weekend. Not a lot of big movies coming out. These movies weekend. are coming out the 23rd, just to be just to be clear. Oh, to, oh, coming out on the 23rd. Good Honestly, to know. That's kind of like the Friday of that week because it's Thanksgiving. So they're coming out the, the night before Thanksgiving. Now, opening in Los Angeles and New York, November 25th, is the latest Hugh Jackman 23rd. film. 23rd. It's, called, it's called The Sun. It's the son, and it's directed by the guy who directed the father from a, a year ago, Florian yeah. Zeller. Yeah, Florian, Florian Zeller. So, yeah, it, and it's yeah, it centers on Hugh Jackman. He's a family man who he, he has a new partner, Beth, played by Vanessa Kirby, and they have a, an infant. Everything looks excellent, but the problem is his ex-wife Kate, played by Laura Dern, she appears with their son Nicholas. Okay, and that is it's sort of a a family drama. And it seems like something that could be interesting, especially because of the talent to people involved. And again, Florian Zeller is, I really enjoyed the father. So just based on that entree, that creative entree, I'm excited to see the son. What about you, Anderson? I am too, because of the merits of the father, which I absolutely loved last. I was riveted by the father last year. It was very, very good. Very, very good. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm sure the son w- will probably be one of the best performances of Hugh Jackman's career. Really excited to see what he can do with the son, and I believe 
I think Anthony Hopkins is also in the sun as well. But I believe he is. Yeah, so that is cool. Also, so that might be the 25th. I apologize. I thought you were going with one of the three that's on my list, and the, all these, I believe, are the 20th. What is the, what? the 23rd is a Wednesday, right? Yeah, Wednesday. November 25th is the Friday. Yeah. Uh, so movies are like dreams. Also comes out on the 23rd. Movies are like dreams. What's that? Movies are like dreams. That's how the uh, horrific trailer for the Fablemans opens. That's the first thing you hear is his mother's voiceover saying, movies are like dreams. And then and then it ends with saying, what was your favorite part? It's just, it's it's, I might end up loving this movie, but I got to tell you that trailer looks like it's heavy with all the things that make me not like Spielberg movies. Well, I was reading an article. That I think that the top uh, title said Spielberg has been waiting 60 years to make this personal movie. Are you excited, Anderson, that Sp- Steven Spielberg is making a personal movie called The Fablemans? Two hours and 31 minutes. You can say that. I, I argue, I, I posit this. Every single movie he's made has been very personal because it's been his family construct, right? There's always the missing dad. There's always like the mom who's like in over her head a little bit, but really good and there for the kids. And she's the hero. And I we've been seeing it through because I mean, he does have his fingerprints on his movies. And I think the, the guy in need of a father and catch me if you can. Right. Every father. Every, yeah. There's always the missing father. Every movie we've seen of Spielberg is just about. I want. I don't want to say every single one. Like Warhorse might have avoided this, but uh, I think that his his through line is his his family nucleus that he grew up with, like his own upbringing, and we see it in almost all of his movies. So yes, this is going to be Empire that. of the Sun. Empire of the Sun, searching for that father or that parental figures, and, and I mean, they're all. It's all there. It's always there. The feelings of abandonment and. The terminal. <laughs> so I guess it'll be interesting to see the origin of like all of his stories that he said. But I, I'm 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 already very tired of hearing his most personal, and it will be his most personal. But I mean, we see a lot. It's not it's not like he's some kind of mystery, and we have no idea, you know, what his family upbringing was because we've seen it done countless times in his movies, uh, portrayed countless times in his movies. But that said, uh, the way that they're positing in this movie does not look like it's going to be made for me. We will see. Uh, not since that horrific Tom Hanks movie about Walt Disney have I been so turned off by a trailer. Really, you don't you don't like that magic of movies trailer that you just you just think it's pandering. Do you think you think it's pandering? The the Woman's trailer is a little bit pandering. It just looks like like doesn't it look like schmaltz on top of saccharin on top of schmaltz? Doesn't it? Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Like I, a giant schmaltz sandwich to me, Greg. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping to actually pull some strings. But yeah, it's. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you, Anderson. I still, as much as I I tried you about loving Steven Spielberg or not, I I joke about this. There are so many Spielberg films I still have yet to see. I haven't seen Lincoln. I haven't seen West Side Story. There's uh, a a Bridge of Spies. There's a lot of movies. Uh, Would it help? (laughs) No, but okay. Look, Anderson, before we go, I'll I'll have to say, tell you this though. I think Empire of the Sun is a classic. I love which, oh, wow. Okay. I know, I know. It's, it's it's shame. A lot of shame there, Greg. Not seeing Empire, young uh, a, a young Christian Christian Bale, right? Young Christian Bale, yeah. And Close Encounters of the Third Kind is such a, a classic movie as well. There's a lot of great things that Spielberg has done. Obviously, hey, there was representation, very brief representation of Close Encounters of the Third Kind in uh, UHF, which we just covered on this month's Patreon. <laughs> yes, very very good. But anyways, any anything you want to say before we go, Anderson? 
Yeah, so like of- Strange World is also a movie coming out, not a Pixar movie. They're kind of marketing it to look like a Pixar movie, which a lot mm. of like, animated kids' movies do these days. It's not a Pixar movie. Uh, it's a Disney movie, however, and it does look like it could have some uh, cool. There's a, gr- a great cast there with that one. And then also, how do you, how do, how do you, how are you trying to, to, to bail out here, Greg, when we have not covered Bones and all? What's the matter with you? Bones and all, what, it's the latest film, probably Luca Guadagino or whatever, the guy who uh-huh. did a remake of that right. one of that beautiful film, Suspiria, and it stars what? It stars uh, Timothy Chalamet. And, call me by your name, Greg. Yeah, call me by, yeah, I love call me by your name, right? I know you do. Pre, a huge appreciation for fruit. Um, and, so, and also Taylor Russell's in, in Bones and All, and I think it centers on a bunch of youths who realize they're, they're, they're literally bloodsuckers. They're bloodsuckers, they're vampires, they're vampires, or whatever they, you call them. I don't Oh yeah, this looks like a modern day uh, Lost Boys almost uh, to an extent, and there's going to be a lot of sex appeal. It looks like with the old Timothy Chalamet uh, showing lots of nips, and uh, a lot of like uh, head trauma. It appears as though so. Uh, we've seen uh, from Luca; he, he's a very accomplished director. We're going to get a, a, a very well made movie, I would imagine. This one will. I, I'm saying a lot of these things are going to be up for Best Picture. It is award season. Uh, this one looks like it's going to be up for all sorts of awards uh, as well. Uh, and you know, it's going to be a well-made movie. Let's see if I absolutely hate it. It's one of those movies that I could absolutely despise, but we will see bones and all. And it looks like it's not for the faint of heart just from watching the trailer. It's uh it's two hours and 10 minutes. And like I said, lots and lots of like uh, a downward uh, uh, thrashing with the upward. And then the blood is dripping off from the upward. So, you know, that it made contact and uh, did some damage there. Right. Those kinds of shots seem to be a plenty. So, Anderson, have you ever seen this movie uh, released several years ago, maybe two, three years ago, called Waves? Waves? You ever seen that movie? Ever, ever heard of it? It is one yeah. of the most remarkable movies I've seen in the last five years. It's just, it's a feat, Craig, as they say. Cinema to Ford. So, okay, so a that's force, a, what do they call it? A force, uh, a force. Uh, a tour, it's a tour, tour de force. force. There it is, Greg. Thank you. It's a it's a five-star film for you, like Waves, that is, that movie, right? Like five stars. I love the the just the structure of that movie is something we hold. Yeah. Um, but that's that director. I mean, he he does amazing things. What's he doing next? Are you, are you about to tell me what he's doing next? No, no, no. The reason why I, I'm saying that is one of the co-stars in that movie is Taylor Russell, and she's now in in this movie, Bones and All. And I've always respected her. A couple of years ago, I, I asked her what's one of her favorite movies, and she answered. I thought she was going to answer. I, I don't know. Maybe she's in her early to mid-20s, very young, very young person. And she said, A Woman Under the Influence by Cassavetes. I mean- you can tell she's a huge cinephile. So whatever she's in, I'm going to remember trust you telling me that. Actually, I remember you telling me that. Uh, yeah, waves is something that people should not sleep on. You should, if you get anything out of this episode, maybe it'll be waves beyond Terrifier Two and missing and and, and all the rest. But waves is. Did you like waves, Greg? I, I have not. I have not seen. What? <laughs> really? Oh, uh, I I don't know. It's from the director who brought us Cresha, which is just also a tour de force. I love that movie. Small, small budget. And then he followed up with It Comes at Night, which I am um, sitting here cringing because I'm realizing I was giving that too much credit. Recently, somewhere into a microphone, I had that confused with a different movie. It Comes at Night left a lot on the – to, to uh, I, I wanted a lot more from It Comes at Night. It was a lot of uh, – much ado about nothing. Great direction, but there just wasn't much meat on that bone. It Comes at Night. But then he followed up with Waves, which is uh, a remarkable, remarkable film. Craig. You so have- wait – no, 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 no. Let's go back to it comes at night because of the ending. You were you wanted more, right? I, I agree with you on that. But I think the movie stands as a an excellent film, though. It's not excellent. It comes at night. You didn't like the atmosphere, 
the fa- the world yeah, building. I, no, all the world building and atmosphere is great if you have something to hang your hat on. And I feel like it was one of those movies where there just wasn't enough for me, for my small minded little pea brain, to uh, go like, yeah, okay, I get it. There was just it was a lot of like atmosphere, but not much actually happening, right? And if you're all atmosphere for me, and you're all atmosphere, and there's actually not payoff, then uh, it's all for not, right? It's mm-hmm. like it's like going through like a, a a fun house or or like a, a haunted house and it's just like all like spooky and scary but nothing actually scares you you know what i mean it just has a vibe right okay. cool it was all vibe i felt that with that one in particular okay our last vibe is yes definitely check out waves we have a bunch of uh, movies hopefully you you found uh, this value added as far as the preview stuff that we talked about anything else anderson before we go no buddy i love you and i miss love you, you. Too. That's how I'm going to end every show now. I love you, Greg. I yes. love you. I'm going to be very earnest and look you in the eye and say, I love you. Love you too. And, uh, you know, I'll, I will, no matter what, Anderson, I will continue to enable you and have, have safe travels, sir. Safe travels. Thanks, my friend. Uh, yes, we will reconvene uh, early next week. I look, I look forward to hearing an early next month, I should say, or sometime next month. And I look forward to hearing uh, the or, uh, first couple weeks covered uh, by you and Eric and Bruce. Uh, All right. Enjoy listening to those shows. Uh, even though you guys call me out for things that I can't defend myself on, uh, I do enjoy that. All right, guys. We'll see you next time here on Cinematics. Greg, I love you. <laughs> I got uncomfortable. I love it. <laughs>